0: Welcome back to another episode of Route 150, a ministry of FBC New Hamburg. In our first series, Pastor Sean took us through a 31-day study on how to view anxiety in a biblical perspective. And now in this new and second series, Elaine is going to be talking to us about the foundations and importance of the gospel using the Gospel Primer by Milton Vincent. We're going to be discussing what exactly the gospel is and how it impacts our everyday life. Welcome back, everybody. Podcast number five. So excited to have you guys today. I hope you're having a good day. You know, I can't really complain myself. My wonderful husband, Nathan, made me homemade cookies and attempted to make homemade Pop-Tarts. So I'm literally surrounded by snacks right now. So I'm having an amazing, amazing day. Um, I hope you're also having a great day. You know, though, if it was a competition, I have more snacks. So mm, who knows? Uh, anywho, today we're in chapters seven and eight of the book, The Gospel Primer by Milton Vincent. And just like a tiny bit of a heads up, we are going to be, it's going to be a little more heavy just because we're talking about sin. And I was chatting with Nathan today, and we were just talking about how when we have wrong thinking about sin, it can impact so much of our life and our actions. And so I think these are really good chapters to talk about, but they can be a tiny bit heavier. Anyways, as I was, as I was thinking about these chapters, the chapter eight is actually the chapter we're going to start in, and it's talking about freedom from sin's power. And my goodness, this Oh, this took me back to, uh, right after I was done high school, I went to a year of word of life in Owen sound, which was incredibly helpful for me and like amazing for my heart and for my soul, because I, I think I've mentioned it in the past, but I had, I had really good theology. I grew up in a church, but so often, um, my, my heart did not necessarily believe what my brain knew. And I, I had a discipler there. Her name was Lindsay. Shout out to Lindsay. You're amazing. And I appreciate everything you did for my life. But I remember the day we were talking about sin and feeling guilty about sin. And she, I forget exactly what she was saying, but we are talking about the fact that if I, if I saw God today, like let's say I was like sitting in a room and God walked in, I, I felt that God would be disappointed in me because of, of my sin or things that I had done in my life. And she said, she's like, Elaine, oh, I, she like with her eyes slapped me upon the head. She didn't actually slap me though. Don't worry. Um, and she was just saying like, you are no longer like condemned. And she took me to Romans um, 8, one. Let me just pull it up because it's a, it is a great, great verse. And it's like a very simple verse. And it just says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And my goodness, I remember just like I broke down and cried because I, I knew it to be true. But I, I didn't actually believe that there was no more condemnation for me that like in Christ Jesus, I was free from that. And like he was not ashamed of me and I was no longer guilty. It. It blew my mind that I, I had known these truths so long to be true, but I had not actually believed them in my heart. And that day was a huge day for me, like a milestone in just realizing gospel truths and, and working through that in my life. And that's really where chapter eight picks up. It, the chapter is called Freedom from Sin's Power. Honestly, uh, Milton Vince is just talking about the guilt you can feel from your sin. And there's a couple words that he used that really, really stuck out to me. He, there were three of them. And I'll, I'll abbreviate what he says. But it's like, when you're living in the guilt of your sin, you feel captive, you feel tormented, and you feel dominated by sin's power. And oh my goodness, do I believe this to be true. Um, I remember back in the day when I was struggling with some some pretty hefty sin, And that is, that is all I felt. I felt burdened and tormented and like there was no way out. And anyone who's lived in their sin knows this to be true, where it like the things that you thought would bring you joy and satisfaction, satisfaction, satisfaction and good things in life are are just making you feel miserable. And I think this goes back to the things that we've discussed before, just trusting that God's way for us is what's going to bring us happiness and life and joy and peace and that he has good intentions for us in those promises. And the flip side is true. When we sin, we feel overwhelmed by guilt. And I just want to say to anyone who is who is feeling that, know you're not alone in feeling those Those struggles, but also know that there is so much hope. And that hope sits and resides in the gospel. That's why the gospel is so important because sin is devastating, but the glory of what Christ did on the cross is liberating. Oh my goodness. Like when Christ came, he died for our sins and he took the full wrath and like penalty and and guilt he took all of that on himself there is none left and and if you if you're a follower of christ if you have accepted him as your savior the blood of christ has washed your sins and you are no longer guilty uh oh like if you can just sit in that truth for a little while and let it hit you like a brick It'll be the most amazing thing. Oh, if this doesn't get you excited, I don't know what will, because this is the most amazing, amazing thing. And I I truly believe that when we're struggling to believe that we are still guilty of our sin, we're struggling to believe the power of the gospel because in the power of the gospel, there's full redemption. And in the power of the gospel, there is full freedom. And, And again, like I've said in in past weeks, you know, Romans 6, 1 is true. Like, should we continue to sin that grace may abound? By no means. Like, feeling guilt-free from our sin is not so that we can continue to sin, but instead it's trusting that the sacrifice of Christ was enough. Like, it's trusting that Romans 8, 1 is true, that there's now no more condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And then we're still, like, you read down that chapter and my goodness are we called to a high living and we're called to be followers of Christ and we're called to look differently and act differently and live differently but we are still liberated from our sin and we we need to preach this forgiveness to ourselves every single day and and again this goes back to the, our very first episode we are not forgiven because we've impressed God with our amazing Christianity. (laughs) We're not forgiven because we're the most religious people in the world or because we tithe. We are forgiven because of what Christ did on the cross. That means that we are guilt free and shameless before God. And this goes back to, I forget the passage reference in my brain right now, but it's talking about like our righteousness is like filthy rags to God. Like, even if we, like, sin just a teeny bit and live, like, a great life beyond that, like, that's still a filthy right to God, but God's redemptive blood is beautiful, and that is why we are forgiven, and that is why when Christ sees us, he is not, um, he is not disappointed in us. And so, really, just the, the takeaway for, for that chapter, oh, there's so many Oh, there's so many. It, it's really good, but just preach forgiveness to ourselves every day, and try not to live under that burden of guilt. Because, like I said before, that that guilt and that sin is is heavy. It's a heavy weight. But that is so not what Christ intends for us. Even you look at Matthew eleven twenty nine. Like take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light and just like that promise that not only does the lord give us rest but also gives us promises of joy and peace and what what a beautiful thing that is and i think that flows really really well into chapter 7 just the processing through the sufficiency of the gospel and the sufficiency of scripture and Nathan and i were talking about it this morning And just especially one of the conversations happening along um, in Christian circles is just the concept that maybe if you struggle with anxiety or depression, it's something that you will struggle with for the rest of your lives. And there will never be really any hope from, from getting relief from that. And this goes back to what Pastor Sean was talking about in season one with anxiety. So I encourage you to really go and listen to those because he w- he explains it very well and gives some very good biblical insights into that. But I think often what's at the heart of those fears that we'll never be able to work through those struggles is maybe a lack of believing in the sufficiency of scripture. Um, in the seventh chapter of the book, Milton Vincent, he, he says a very beautiful line at the very beginning of, of the chapter. And he says, the gospel serves as the means by which God daily constructs me into what he wants me to be. And also serves as the channel through which he gives me my inheritance every day of my Christian life. And he goes on to say that if those things are true, if the gospel contains everything I need for life and godliness then we need to be like rooted in the gospel. I think often what we can struggle with sometimes when we're dealing with very real problems like anxiety or depression, we go to everything else but the gospel first. We, we try to fix our, our brokenness using other methodologies, which aren't a bad thing as long as they're rooted in gospel truth. But, but we so often neglect staying entrenched in the word of God. And, and I think that's where a lot of our struggle comes. And if we're believing that God sufficiently gave us his word that before creation ordained every last word that he's telling us, yet we're going somewhere else for help when we really need it, then are we actually believing that God gave us everything we need for life and godliness? And it's a struggle I know I have. I think everyone has. It's like, or even let's say you have like a money problem or you have like we we've talked we've talked about these things in the past you're just you're struggling with something and you're going to outside resources and you're not entrenching yourself in the gospel and I think that's where a lot of our struggling comes in is maybe at the heart of what we're dealing with is we believe that the word of god is good for Sundays and we believe it's good for I don't know picking out who you're going to marry or something but when it comes to actually dealing with everyday life problems we run to other things we're running to social media we're running to escape from our problems we're running to just talk about it with our friends and we're hoping that that will finally be enough or or you know instead of dealing with our problems head on maybe we just um, focus in on our career or our relationships and we're not actually indwelling ourselves with the word of god and we're not abiding in the word of god and that's what we talked about in past weeks too. Like this all kind of wraps together in, in one beautiful story of the the help that comes from the gospel. But we we need to stand firm in the gospel. We need to hold fast to the gospel. We need to believe that in the word of God there are answers to our problems. And that's that's a lot of what biblical counseling is. I know if Pastor Sean has talked to you before his his big thing is biblical counseling and mine is as well and it's it's nothing magical it's literally just you know what you have problems I have problems let's sit down together let's read the word of god let's see what the word of god has to do with with our issues that are at hand every day and and I think that's a beautiful thing I think that's what the lord intended I think that's why he gave us this his word is so that we could sit down together and reflect on how the gospel, how his biblical principles are actually effective for everyday life. So that's a little bit on the sufficiency of scripture. Man, I could talk about that that subject for a long time. And this is like barely grazing anything that has to do with the sufficiency of scripture. Because it's a beautiful topic. And I would, I would love to spend just like an hour discussing how it's so prevalent for our lives. But don't worry, because I'm not gonna do that. So everyone can take a deep sigh of relief. But but that is all um, we're gonna talk about today. I I know it was a little bit of a heavier um, podcast. Was talking about a lot of the guilt that can come from from our sin, but also the amazing hope of the gospel. That's why we're here. That's why we're talking about it. Because there is hope in the gospel. Can I get an amen? Oh my goodness, it's beautiful. Uh, And I've so enjoyed having this conversation with you. And I do want to encourage, this goes a little bit back to what we were chatting about before, is if you are struggling with, with some sin in your life and you have not brought it into the light and you're just feeling guilty and overwhelmed by it, I encourage you to please don't struggle alone. Find someone you trust to talk about it. Like, contact FBC. There are people there who would love to talk to you and who will help you and who will care for you or contact a friend or a family member, someone that you trust who will bring, who will bring good gospel truths into your life. Um, please don't struggle alone. There are people who love you and who will care for you in this process. Um, but, but that's it. Okay. I'm done. I will, I will stop talking. I do have homework to give you though today homework is a great thing and it is just to if you have not read the book of romans uh, and you want to learn how the gospel impacts your life you need to read the book of romans so you got to start it I, even if you're in a bible reading plan i encourage you to this week read just two or three chapters of the book of romans just to kind of get you started um, I like to go through the book of Romans like a couple times a year because it has some really great theology in it. And I am a huge underliner. So I, I feel kind of bad because my uh, my book of Romans is completely colorful and covered. And then you might go to somewhere like uh, First Chronicles or something. And it, it is not nearly as colorful because I don't go through it as often, which is bad on me. But my, my homework for you this week is to start going through the book of Romans, um, maybe a chapter a day, maybe a chapter a week, and start cementing good gospel truths into your life because I, I promise you it will be life-changing if you do. But anyways, that's all I have for you today. Hope you have a great rest of your afternoon or evening, and uh, we'll see you next week. See you later, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that the ministry of Route 150 helps you on your road to becoming more like Christ. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to FBC, and we'll see you next time.